0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of The Less Stressed Life, where we teach adults that are burnt out and exhausted the truth about adrenal fatigue so that they can get their energy back quickly. So just like we always talk about, if you're suffering with an adrenal fatigue based problem, go check us out at The Truth About Adrenal Fatigue so we can support you in getting the answers you're looking for. So, today I'm really excited to introduce my guest, Jody Sternoff Cohen. She's a best selling author, award winning journal, journalist, functional medicine practitioner, and founder of Vibrant Blue Oils, where she has combined her training in nutritional therapy and aromatherapy to create unique proprietary blends of organic and wild created essential oils. She has helped over 50,000 clients heal from brain related challenges, including anxiety, insomnia, and autoimmunity. Jody, thank you so much for being here today.
1: Oh, thank you. I'm with my people. I'm an adrenal uh, fatigue junkie too.
0: <laughs> right. Well, that's what we were talking about a little bit earlier before we got started is you have your own story. And as you know, we talk to exhausted, burnt out adults that are looking for the truth about adrenal fatigue. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your own story, Jody?
1: Yeah, I I have a, um, you know, a lifetime of type A overachieving personality across the finish line at my first marathon and think, what am I going to do next? You know, I climbed the ladder of corporate America, did all these things, and then uh, wound up married with two kids and my husband was severely depressed. And it became clear that it was more that I could handle. I didn't want him to die on my watch. And I finally moved him into a residential treatment facility. And the minute I knew he was safe and it wasn't my job to keep him safe, It was like I completely ran out of gas. I could barely get out of bed. I could barely function. My kids were five and seven. I had a full-time job. I was queen volunteer. And yet it took all my energy to make them breakfast, pack their lunch, and drive them to school. I'd come home and literally crawl back in bed and binge watch something incredibly stupid until I had to pick them up and i i was like i kept treading water and i wasn't drowning but i wasn't getting better and i had been practicing nutrition for a while at that point and knew all the remedies that i was supposed to be taking and at one point a friend said you know it's probably you've been so high cortisol for so long that your gut is just toast and you're just not able to assimilate something you you need to try essential oils you know, these will at least be assimilated through your skin or you can smell them. So she brought me a huge box. Uh, I had been working with Wiggly Kids and so I got really good at this technique called muscle testing, where you um, are able to kind of drill down on what remedy is going to work in kind of a, a very non-invasive way. So I used that technique to identify oils to help my adrenals. I picked five, which seems strange to me since I normally found one or two. And then it occurred to me, oh, I can combine them. So I tested each bottle, combined them, put them over my adrenals on my low back and felt like myself for the first time in a month. I, um, you know, I was able to go run, which I love to do, but had no, no energy for, I cleaned the entire house. I went to the supermarket, I made their favorite dinner. I did laundry, I put it away. I was like myself again. And that night I was lying in bed, you know, I'd put them to sleep and then my pattern would be to kind of be exhausted, but my mind was racing. And so I couldn't fall asleep, you know, and as I'm watching the click, the clock, you know, ticking through to morning, it occurred to me, oh, this is my pineal gland. My cortisol is so high that it's messing up my melatonin. I wonder if there's an oil combination that I can make for that. So Went downstairs, made another blend, kind of, you know, the pineal gland is um, really in the center of the brain. It kind of calibrates the light, and that's how it knows to release melatonin, your sleep hormone. So I kind of put it around my head, fell asleep, slept better than I had in a month, woke up and thought, okay, that was really fascinating, and just kept making up oil remedies. And at a certain point, about a couple weeks in, I started to really feel like myself again. All of my colleagues. Who had been charting my journey and trying to help me were fascinated and they thought oh let me let me try that it worked on all of their clients uh, at a certain point i had the mental capacity to go online and do some research and i was super surprised that no one was really looking at oil blends through the lens of uh, balancing the physiology the organs of the body and the regions of the brain and then the other thing that really surprised me was how complicated they made it to the point where if I had had you know, my mental capacity and went online and started, I wouldn't have done it because I would have felt completely unqualified. So that's kind of how I got into this, really recognizing that you know, I, the gut is the ideal channel to assimilate nutrients and remedies. And when you're chronically stressed, that can be a little compromised. So the back doors, so to speak, the detours are uh, topical application and inhalation and essential oils work really well for those two channels.
0: Awesome, so I do wanna get into that, but going back to your original crash, when you were telling me that story, Jody, I was thinking that when you got your husband the help that he needed and you were able to sort of come up for air, That you would have gone the other way that you were finally starting to you know have a little bit more energy but it raises a really good point that i you mentioned well that's when i completely crashed and basically you were probably running on adrenaline and running on fumes and and then eventually once you were able to give yourself permission to let go everything just flatlined and i think that's an important lesson for a lot of people especially you've seen people like this where they say, oh, I have a really strong immune system. I never, ever get sick, right? Yes. And then you, you, and they think they wear that as a badge of honor. And, and while it is good, you're, you're um, one letting go away from just hitting the ground from being completely exhausted and burnt out. And, and I think people need to realize that. So that's interesting that you have that story there. The other thing you mentioned as well is, the, that someone said to you, oh, your cortisol must have been sky high for so long that it really, you know, impacted your gut health. And then you got into essential oils. So as far as the essential oils go, then you just mentioned too, that you were surprised that people weren't using it in, in ways that matches the physiology. So maybe get into what you did with that, because I know you said you started the research and I know that they have a lot of PubMed articles that are based on essential oils. So kind of tell us what you did to craft it in your own way for it to reflect physiology and u- utilize the beneficial effects of the oils. Tell us what, what you did and how you came yeah. up with that. Is that so
1: you- in, in my practice, what I, what I long realized is I'm not fixing anyone, I'm not healing anything. I'm helping the body return to balance so that it can heal itself. You now, like we spoke a little bit about mitochondria, mitochondria is the, the energy in the body. When your mitochondria isn't working as well as it can, then your body doesn't have the energy to actually do all the processes to take the garbage out, assimilate the nutrients. And over time, that that lack of function is what presents as disease or cancer or whatever it is. And so my whole vision has always been to help the body return to normal. And the way I've looked at it is what pathways are compromised? Is it, you know, with the um, the stress hormone cortisol, for example, it's the hypothalamus in your brain that tells your pituitary to tell your adrenals to release cortisol. And then it's a negative feedback loop where the hypothalamus is kind of measuring the levels of cortisol in the blood. And when it hits the sufficient level, think of like when the bathtub has enough water, it says, okay, we're good. No more is needed. But the hypothalamus is taking in all of the sensory input. And so it can, um, that signal can get a little corrupted. And so you know, when you're thinking about cortisol, the, the organs that I think about are um, the hypothalamus, the pituitary, and the adrenals, and sometimes the thyroid, and sometimes actually um, toxicity, because that can cause uh, you to be putting out ex- excess uh, cortisol when you don't need to. But my point is, I was always looking to kind of balance the different organ systems. And when I would balance the organ system and it would have more energy, to do its job effectively, then usually the symptoms went away. So that was kind of the lens. It wasn't like, oh, I'm getting bald. What's the magic oil to make my hair grow back? It was, oh, you know, if you don't have good circulation to the brain, sometimes hair loss can occur. What can we do to enhance blood flow to the brain? So it was just a different way of, of kind of um, peeling the onion, so to speak.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and and people that are suffering with exhaustion and fatigue understand that in that they go to their doctor, they're told that their blood tests are normal, and then they reductionistically take this to raise something or this to lower something, without considering that physiological uh, assembly line, if you will. Yeah. Community. So, so tell us as far as, because I'm interested to know, like how you were able to bounce back so quickly what is it about the essential oils that you happen to take that may not have been given to you in the context of physiology like tell us about how how it worked and then how you evolved it from there
1: Yeah. You know, it's really
0: interesting because
1: everyone, when people think of oils, they think of single oils, right? Like most people think of lavender. Sometimes they think of peppermint. Sometimes they think of frankincense. But what they don't realize is that the research that actually shows oils making a difference are always blends. You know, in the Bible, they talk about frankincense and myrrh. It was a blend. When you combine blends, they do different things. Just like, you know, The reason I think most people like to eat out is because restaurants combine different ingredients in a way that tastes delicious that they might not have thought of. So I do think that there's a a bit of a blueprint of what like um, healthy organ tissue looks like there's a different blueprint for the adrenals than there is for the liver or the gallbladder. I actually think that's what um, stem cells are, is they're just cells that haven't quite been imprinted yet. And so they can do everything. I think when the fetus is developing, there's a blueprint and whatever cell happens to be in that area follows the blueprint. I think that the organs can get out of balance from, you know, just everyday life, stress, toxicity, pollutants, all of these things. And I think that you can use plants which have kind of the same blueprints as humans. Plants and humans are biofamiliar. That's why we eat plants. That's why we you know feed on the animals that eat plants. They both need kind of um, oxygen and sunlight and the same things we do. And so you can kind of almost like you would match colors, you know like you can take red and blue and combine it and it's purple. And then if you add a little white, it makes it lavender. You can take different plants and kind of combine them to match the frequency or the blueprint of a healthy organ. And just like, you know, if you think of a kid who's trying to learn to swim, right? And you put the little water wings on them, right? They're not yet swimming, but their their body is getting the sense of what it feels like. So it's easier for them to then start swimming because they know what it feels like. Or um riding a bike is a great example, you know, you put the training wheels on or you kind of run alongside them and it's it's a combination of you're moving forward, you're balancing. And it's interesting for anyone who's ever taught children to ride a bike. Sometimes it takes five seconds. Sometimes it takes like five weeks. It's just when it clicks in and they're like, oh yes, this is what it feels like. So the, um, you know, oil has the right frequency of the healthy organ and overlaying it repeatedly by kind of putting it in the same proximity. It's basically reminding the organ tissue. This is what Healthy, you know, it's like rebooting the cells. It's, you know, stem cells are just injecting new, um, you know, untainted cells into the area that can then follow the blueprint. What uh, you can use plants to do is basically to to reboot the, um, you know, reboot to factory settings. So they go back to the original blueprint.
0: Yeah, no, it's an awesome answer. And I'm I'm glad that you brought in the frequency as well, because some people feel it's woo-woo. But when I explain things to them, like, look, you don't think that physics is woo-woo and you say, okay, I'm only gonna study chemistry and, and, um, and biology. Physics is a branch of science that's, you know, there's laws and you have wavelengths and frequencies. And I, I say that as well to a lot of the people that we work with is they've lost their ability to manage the stress response in their body. Um, they've lost the ability to maintain homeostasis and they've lost the communication with the Earth, really, and the circadian rhythm, and 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 as far as what you're talking about is these essential oils, they're able to bring in frequencies that resonate um, and help to entrain. I think that's what you're saying. They help. Yeah, to entrain. it is. It, that, it's
1: exactly about. what it is. It's resonance and entrainment. And you know, it's Entraining, interesting, right? So, go ahead. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. You know, we think of farm-to-table eating. Like, it's so much better to pick. You know, the tomato off the vine and eat it because it's it's so fresh and kind of has all of the vitality in it oils are harvested you basically pick the plant and boom they're steam distilled and you're capturing that life essence immediately so that's you know there are many ways to ground obviously but eating you know from your own garden is is a good way to connect to the earth
0: yeah, absolutely. And I think that's what's happened so much as we've disconnected from communication. And I think there's David St. Clair, who talks about mitochondria, talks about aging is really loss of communication. So I really like the concept of bringing back frequencies. And oils are relatively new to me. So hopefully there's a lot of people that are listening to this that are pretty well seasoned, but also is new to them as well, so that they can put it on their radar as another tool to be able to help entrain their cells and ultimately get their energy back, which is awesome. And I'm glad to be here to, to be talking to you about this. As far as what are some of the pitfalls Um, that people must look out for with oils, because I'm sure not all oils are created equal. So what are some of the dirty secrets in the profession of essential oils? Maybe if they're not blended, they're single compounds, or what are some of the challenges with some of the oils that may not be therapeutically effective?
1: There's a lot of fear-based marketing. And the reality is the only thing you really need to be cognizant of is, are they organic or not? because they're highly concentrated. And so if they're sprayed with pesticides and you concentrate it, you've got highly concentrated pesticides. I think there are big companies that make a lot of money off of moving a lot of product. And so they tell people to consume them in ways that make them go through it faster, like drinking it, which I think, um, let me say this, if if you've been doing it forever and it works for you, great. You know, if it's not broken, don't fix it. But um, that is kind of one of the few ways that I've seen people get hurt. The other way that I I think can be harmful, especially if you have um, cats who can't process oils, you know, like vitamin D or rat poison is really vitamin D. Poison is anything that we can't, you know, assimilate and um, detoxify. So if you're going to diffuse, I would say 20 minutes, twice a day. Otherwise, you know, more is not better. But I really like, uh, I'm a huge fan of just inhaling the oils. And we can talk about how oils, because they're super small and fat soluble can cross the blood brain barrier and make an an impact in the brain and what they do there. And then I also love topically applying them. You know, there's a whole branch of aromatherapy that uses uh, oils on acupressure points. The idea when you're putting the needle in the point, it's stimulating that point to move energy, to move stagnation, which is kind of what you were talking about, like not connecting. And you can use oils in the same way, and it lasts a bit longer. It's basically just helping to, um, you know, lift stagnation and uh, activate flow and connection.
0: Awesome. So, so as far as the way the applications we have, what you just mentioned in terms of diffusing, which is a nice diffuser, I, I guess you can't yeah. define a word, right? same word, um, but you ha- you're able to create a mist and then you have through inhalation um, yeah. or ingestion. Which, what are the difference between diffusing and just smelling them? What's the difference between that? I think smelling is a lot more effective. I'm actually gonna share something that, you know,
1: as someone who has adrenal issues, the flip side of that is anxiety and panic attacks. Um, I, I used to have panic attacks all the time, and I'm gonna tell you how I got out of them and the fastest thing you can do. So um, our colleague Titus Chu is a functional neurologist and what they do is they look at the different areas of the brain and how imbalances present as symptoms and they try to balance them. He is a huge fan of essential oils because your olfactory channel, your nose, literally it's a direct path to the frontal part of your brain. This frontal part of your brain is super important, not only for concentration, but actually in calming depression and anxiety. So when your frontal cortex like right up behind your forehead isn't working as well that often contributes to depression also your forehead has a really critical interaction with this part of your brain called the amygdala which is kind of anxiety essential it's the amygdala that kind of warns you before you even know you need to be warned like you're walking in the woods and you think you see a snake and you automatically jump back and then it checks in with your frontal cortex and it says oh no that's a stick you're fine So if this combination isn't flowing, you're gonna feel really anxious and really depressed. The easiest way to get it flowing is to literally smell something. So when you're diffusing, it's in the air, it's not really concentrated. If you put it under your nose, you're smelling it. So if you're back to the panic attack, if you're having an anxiety attack, that is the right frontal part of your brain that's overactivating. The easiest way to balance that is to activate the left frontal part of the brain. Now the two hemispheres are in balance and you feel less anxious. The easiest way to activate the left frontal part of your brain is to smell something through your left nostril. Most people know right brain usually controls left body, not true with the nostrils. Right nostril goes to right brain, left nostril goes to left brain. You can do kind of the yoga ujjayi breathing technique, use your thumb to plug your right nostril, smell through your left nostril it doesn't need to be fancy. It can be any oil you have in the house. Um, essential oils are actually derived in, in citrus fruits from the peel. You can peel a tangerine and smell the tangerine. Usually within three to five breaths, you will feel, for, for me, anxiety attacks feel like um, perspiration and heart exploding and kind of can't breathe. And I feel better like literally within three seconds.
0: Awesome, I love that you brought in the neurology. I'm, I've reached out to Dr. Titus. A couple of times and we got to get him on the uh, podcast, but I'm very familiar with functional neuro and how things cross over. And I think that's a great information point for people that are listening to this. So let's talk about the actual message to market match, if you will, in terms of you said, Hey, anyone can put the, Um, an essential oil and that will ultimately stimulate that front part and perhaps get them more calm and relaxed and and tame the amygdala and the whole HPA axis thing. But as far as specific blends for specific remedies for specific ailments, um, maybe let's get into that and if you can work into well, some people will say automatically i can't do that so or i can't do this they know so maybe in your answer jody if you can work in what are the specific mark matches that you recommend and what happens when someone thinks that they have a reaction to something that could be therapeutic for them
1: yeah so i'm gonna the the other aspect of stress like when you were kind of talking about you know i never get sick i call that sympathetic dominant and so that has to do with your autonomic nervous system. Your autonomic nervous system controls your automatic functions like breathing, heart rate, digesting, immune function, anti inflaming detoxification. And the whole point is to keep you alive. And it has kind of two speeds. It has the everything is fine. We're healthy. We're safe. We're just going to rest, digest, and heal. That's the parasympathetic speed. And that's kind of like the break. And then it has the, the lion is chasing us. The report is due tomorrow. My partner might break up with me. I'm so overwhelmed. That is the sympathetic branch. And that's kind of like the gas pedal, the on off switch between these two parts of the nervous system is your vagus nerve. It's cranial nerve number 10 starts at the very base of the skull. Splits, winds around both sides, kind of most accessible behind the earlobe. If you feel behind your earlobe, that's your mastoid bone. Then it innervates your face, your larynx, your heart, your lungs, every organ of digestion and detoxification. And the reason I'm sharing this is because to kind of, it it really is like a gear shift, you know, and what happens for most of us, especially most of us that are adrenally fatigued or adrenally hypoadrenal, like our cortisol is pumping all the time. We don't even need coffee. It's that we're stuck in high gear. We're stuck in that sympathetic state. And what we need to do is find a way to switch gears to kind of downshift into the parasympathetic state. And there, I actually have a, a whole free download that we can share on 25 ways to activate your vagus nerve and stimulate parasympathetic But I think, you know, and some of them are like coffee enemas or um, their breathing techniques or splashing your face with freezing water. Basically, when I was trying to teach this to my um, clients, compliance was super low until I figured out that you can use an oil on a very specific point. This is clove, which has um, it's really stimulatory and has a component called eugenol that's kind of amazing and lime, which has super small molecules and has Dileminin, which also helps with glutathione production. So I just literally put my thumb on the bottom, finger on the top, flip the bottle, put the smallest amount right behind the earlobe on that mastoid bone. You don't even need oil. If you just massage it, you're likely turning on your parasympathetic nervous system. It is like a gear shift. You are biking in high gear, you hit the hill, you downshift, it's easier you're about to digest your food, you want all of the blood to flow to your organs of digestion, not to your arms and your limbs, you just activate parasympathetic, everything else that you're doing just works better. So that is kind of, you know, to answer your question, my favorite combination, um, you know, and how to use it.
0: Awesome. I, I love that you're not just here here, take this, take that, but understand the physiology and how they were derived but also how they're applied, which is great. So as far as um, you mentioned glutathione, um, we have a lot of epigenetic or environmental things now that deplete glutathione. Um, we have EMFs, we have mold, we have lack of minerals. Um, we have so many other, other challenges that when I look at someone's genetics and, and say, hey, you have some already weak links in this area, Plus, you happen to have the perfect storm of epigenetic realities like mold or like iron overload or like too much glutamate from MSG, or you're depleted in your antioxidants. Have you, and I apologize for this answer because I don't know, sincerely, with your blends, do you have a way of mark- matching those particular challenges?
1: You know, what I, what I started to notice, so at the beginning of my practice, I kind of thought everyone was bio-individual, and then I started noticing symptom clusters, kind of like what you're talking about, and I started recognizing that the same five things seem to help everyone, so what you're talking about now is kind of detoxification and drainage, so basically, yes, we're all overrun with, um, you know, pesticides, um, toxins, all these things. And what we don't realize is that they turn on our immune system. Our immune system reacts to like pathogens, but it also reacts to environmental toxins. And at a certain point it starts to get dysregulated. So it's either overactive and, you know, we're autoimmune or it's underactive. And it's like, there are all these chronic infections that are kind of festering under the surface that aren't being attended to that at a certain point show up as something big like cancer. So- The five things that I really focus on that I think oils are particularly good at are um, turning on the parasympathetic state, which we talked about, because when you're stuck in sympathetic overdrive, you might think you're never getting sick, but it's kind of like all this delayed maintenance. Oh, I never, you know, fix my roof. I've been in my house for 50 years. I'm sure it's fine. And then you have the chimney sweep come out and they're like, yeah, your chimney's totally broken. You need to kind of repair. As you go, you need to make sure that you're able to, you know, it's like having a party and then everyone leaves and you clean up the house. If no one ever leaves and you never clean up, you don't really know the problem. So it's good to activate the parasympathetic branch of your nervous system as often as possible. The other thing is sleep. If you're not sleeping, it's really hard to heal. And that has to do with um, when you're sleeping, that's when the brain literally cleans house. You know, when you're awake, the brain needs to be on and functioning. When you're sleeping, it's a little bit like a car wash. It shrinks by about 60%. And it's these um, glial cells, brain cells in combination with your lymphatic system that go through and wash it out. And then it drains, you know, down the neck. And this is a big bottleneck. There's a lot going on in the neck. And it's a little bit like sitting in the middle of a seat in an airline next to two very big people, you know, you're never getting the armrest. If these toxins are draining and um, your lymph is congested, or your vagus nerve is infected, or you have muscular or structural things going on. it just makes it harder. So oils are fantastic for both dilating you know your vasculature and helping to move flow. You know there's a reason that the um the water in the earth gets to the leaves, you know that are hundreds of feet in the air. It's good at moving fluid. So I call that kind of drainage, you know, and toxins flow from the cell to the lymph, to the blood, to the liver, to the gallbladder, to the gut, ideally to the toilet. At any point along that path, there can be bottlenecks. And there are obviously supplements like great liver supplements, you know, like dandelion root and milk thistle and things like that, that can optimize the vitality of the liver. There are, you know, bitters, binders, coffee enemas, things you can do for the gallbladder, but oils can kind of help with the directionality of flow. Like Chris Shade, he has all those amazing Quicksilver products for detox. He uses oils in almost all of them because they help to move things through the body. And then the final two are immunity, making sure your immune system works with you, not against you. And then um, energy, making sure you have the energy
0: to heal. Awesome. Awesome stuff. So those are your categories of uh, of the lines that you carry with your oils. Is that, is that correct? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, it, it's, you know, as you know, you keep learning new things and kind of evolving it. I, um, my my lines are kind of, I have uh, oils for the brain because it's really hard to get the right remedy into the right area of the brain. Oils for the body, like the adrenal blend, the liver blend, pancreas, gallbladder. Um, oils for emotions. You know, when you talk about stagnation, like when you kind of bottle down emotions, they, after a long period of time, can kind of present as stagnation in the physical form you know, like anger is correlated with the liver, uh, grief with the lungs, fear with the kidneys. So just people, um, you know, I think when we don't know what to do, we do nothing. We get really good at avoiding avoiding. (laughs) So um, oils are a really easy way to just help you kind of gently move through things and and kind of clear out um, any stuck emotions. And then I have things for the symptoms. I really try to work much more systemically, like what is the underlying root problem? But, you know, if you're having a migraine, it's nice to have relief in the moment.
0: For sure. But uh, there's a lot of wisdom in what you said in terms of having, I used to believe that there is bioindividuality, bio-individuality, but then I also realized that there's these five common denominators that I'm sure are worked, and I agree 100% that everyone will benefit from, you know, fill in the blank. Um, And then also wanting that remedy so that you're noticing an immediate improvement right away, which is the symptom relief and then potentially the targeted organ gland. Um, As far as the, are you selling to the end user? Are you selling to the provider? How does that work for you? You know, it's really
1: funny. When when I first um, released this line in uh, 2012, I thought I was selling to the practitioner and that was really how I organized it. And then Dr. Google, all these really smart, there's so many people who, you know, they knew they didn't feel the right. They went to the doctor, the doctor said they were fine. They were like, I'm not fine. They started changing their diet. They started adding in different exercise. They started realizing that they could take control and power of their health. And so they became really adept at researching things and they found me and I was like, I'm not gonna not help somebody that I can help. So yeah, I sell to both, um, you know, consumers. They tend to be educated. I'm not the best at dumbing things down, and then to practitioners.
0: Well, I would disagree. You you really are good at explaining it, and I wouldn't say dumbing it down, but making it understandable when it's a complex subject. You you do a very good job of that. Thank and, you. And um, I do find that that the user is way more sophisticated now. It's kind of like the best and worst in terms of they're able to be accountable and they're able to do their own research and no one is going to care as much as they are. But at the same time, they're exhausted and burnt out and they're using up very valuable brain power on that. And then if they go down the wrong pathway, and as we yeah. know with even the algorithms of being presented only a certain amount of information, it creates ignorance and polarization which is a huge challenge and i think
1: apprehension i think i mean that's the one reason like i am so specific about what to use how to use it i've used sheets i have videos because i think there are a lot of people that feel like they've um invested a lot of time energy and money and it didn't really work for them and they're anxious about making a mistake or doing it wrong and so i really that's that's the main reason i did this i mean there are a lot of people who like oils who like to do it themselves and I think that's fantastic. And and if if they know what they're doing and they're good, they don't need me. It's the people who are like, Oh, I'd rather have someone else do it for me. You know, like I could bake my own bread, but I buy it at the store just because that's not, you know, I can't do everything. And so I pick and choose what I do.
0: Some people want the fish. Some people want to learn how to fish, you know, but people want to get fed and, um, especially the people that are exhausted and burnt out. Yeah. uh, Yeah. So what I love though, is it's new to me and I'll openly admit that. And my journey has taken me with my own health challenges and looking at the research and being my own advocate and helping other people now. But what I love is that, you know, and you've seen this is people are on a thousand and one different supplements. And then when I, when they tell me like, okay, what are you going to do for me? That's different. Um, Not only is the workup going to be different, like we're going to incorporate customization from a genetic standpoint, even though there are generalizations of things that need to happen to you. I look at it as Jody, I'm going to actually take away supplements that you don't need and trim the bonsai tree and have you more crystallized on the things that are the most important. But now we have this whole other thing that was just through oils and through frequencies and through resonating and helping reset and, and train your cells to work effectively. It's a whole other ball game in terms of not having to add another layer of supplement to their, to their, I guess their recommendations.
1: I, I do agree that less is more. I think too much confuses the body. And I also, the way I explain it, it's kind of like someone who says to me, like, well, I want to lose weight. So I'm either going to exercise or diet. And I'm like, why don't you do both? you know, like combine right. them, like all you need to do. It, seriously, if someone doesn't know where to start, we have a money back guarantee. If it doesn't work, send it back to us. We'll give you your money back. Like it's literally a drop behind your ears before you eat. It's really easy to put on kids. I know I used to try to sneak kale into everything and they would never eat it, but they never said no to oils, you know, and it just, it it will basically turn on your digestion. It um, tells the mouth to release saliva, the stomach to release acid, the pancreas to release enzymes, gallbladder to release bile. It's like the, you know, the moving sidewalk, like so much of what goes wrong in digestion is that housekeeping wave, the moving sidewalk stops moving and things get stuck. So you're constipated or it stays too long in the small intestine you have um, small bacteria, small intestine bacterial overgrowth, you know, or IBS. But if you can just keep Um, the whole motility wave going and, and digestion happening and blood routed to the digestive tract, things go easier. You're just helping your body work the way it's supposed to.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then that comes back to that mitochondrial fatigue. And it's not just the HPA axis, but it's helping the cells in general that form tissues and organs and systems to work more effectively impacting Digestion, respira- respiration, repair, everything. So as far yeah. as just back to the original, like one of the questions is: Is there certain oils that people don't do well with? Like even though they can be therapeutic, like I've recommended some, and some of my clients will say, "No, I can't do that. I react to that." Or yeah, you know, as I think.
1: Far- I mean, every that is bio individual. The one that that scares me the most that has actually the greatest potential is oregano. Oregano um, can be amazing, especially for biofilms, but it's a little bit like, um, you know, don't do this at home, kids. Like that's something that I would tell people to work with a practitioner for, because if you're just, you know, basically pouring oregano down your mouth, that's that's concerning. You know, and also um, these hot oils, I'm actually reading a really interesting book about um, the mitochondria. It's called Radical Remission. It's this woman, Kelly Turner, who looked at cancer patient, patients that, survived and they all had like nine things in common. And she talks about like herbs and supplements for turning on mitochondrial function. Um, But she also talks about heat and how warming up the body, like basically the mitochondria need heat to really function. And a lot of these oils that we call hot oils, because if you sometimes put it on your skin, it will either make it red or it will feel hot. If you put it on the bottom of the feet, the bottom of the feet have thicker skin. So it's really hard to mess up that way.
0: Right. Right. Gotcha. So as far as I always like and I appreciate your time. Awesome information. I always like to ask my guests like, hey, knowing what you know now um, versus what the Jody that got burnt out when her husband had to go for therapy and you just crashed. What would you have told yourself in terms of things that you could have done to avoid that or just boost your immune system? as well as oils but what other things would you have told told yourself now that you know all this things that you've learned in your journey
1: you know honestly i really think activating the parasympathetic state with the vagus nerve is the most important thing um i actually compiled a list of 25 ways people can grab it for free it's at boostthebrainbook.com backslash gift 25 different ways pick one you know it can be as easy as using your tongue, like a paintbrush to paint the roof of your mouth. It can be a, a box breathing technique. It can be time in nature, it can be oils. It's whatever speaks to your heart, but that is like your reset button. You know, it, it every day kind of, you know, I'm, I'm assuming everyone brushes their teeth. It's just like preventative hygiene. This is your preventative hygiene to get your body in the right gear so that it can heal.
0: Yeah. I mean, because especially in today's day and age, 2020, um, just the fast frenetic pace of life, we need the ability to turn on the off button. You know, that's an active process, right? I mean, you have to turn on the off button, which means you actually, you just can't, will it to happen it needs to be reset and it needs to be thought out in terms of systematically and doing the things that you've recommended to be able to specifically using oils, turn off the parasympathetic or activate the parasympathetic. Activate the parasympathetic. And,
1: and if oils don't speak to your heart, there, there are a number of ways that you can do it. But to your point about the people that are taking a hundred supplements, compliance is hard you know, you can lead the horse to water, but you can't make them drink. And so what I've learned is that um, making it as easy as possible and giving people choices, you know, like my way isn't everyone's way. So here are 25, just pick one, just start by doing it once a day, you know, like that's progress and and applaud yourself, go you, you know, it takes a while
0: to kind of shift gears. Right. Well, and also having a quick victory is helpful, right? So yeah. if you can put on your mastoids yeah. and it's a, an immediate reaction or you know you you smell something through your your um left your nostril and, yeah you're and you're able to stimulate a, a just a, a, a response that is noticeable because so many people taking all those supplements are like, I don't really know, like, is it helping me? I don't know if I stop or if I take it or if I don't take it, what it's actually doing. So if you pick an oil and do some of the, or a blend that gives you immediate results, you're more than likely to continue doing it, obviously.
1: Yeah. I have a, a lot of my kid clients. It's cute. Cause the parents are they're kind, but they're a little skeptical and they're like, it's so weird. You know, Ellie brings it in her backpack every day. And I'm like, because Ellie knows it works, (laughs) you know?
0: Yeah. Right. That's awesome. Well, listen, I really appreciate your time and uh, I will definitely post some links to be able to, what was the name of the, of the website that they go to get the free gift? Yeah, it's
1: it's for my book that comes out March 16th on essential oils in the brain. It's priced really low. I think Amazon has it at like $17 at the moment, but it's boostthebrainbook.com backslash gift and they can download um 25 ways to activate the parasympathetic nervous system and
0: most of them are free awesome well great well listen i appreciate your time jody i learned a lot myself and i look forward to delving into the oils that you have and um thank you for your time and sharing all your wisdom and i wish you an awesome rest of the year and a better 2021.
1: well it's always in our control how we choose to experience things so yes Happy, happy holidays and um, have an amazing 2021.
0: All right. Thank you.
1: Thank you.
0: Thanks for tuning into today's show. If you like what you've heard and you're interested to see if you're a good fit to work with our Adrenal Awakening Program, here's what to do next. Head to adrenalfatiguesociety.com forward slash apply and book an appointment to speak to our team. Here's how it works. We'll get on the phone for about 45 minutes and get you crystal clear on three things. Number one, where exactly do you want to be with your health and where are you now? Number two, what are the genetic components that haven't been discovered that are impacting your health? And number three, what are the environmental triggers that may be overlapping with these genetic components keeping you from getting optimal health? Remember, getting your energy back just won't happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make that happen. We've helped clients all over the world transform their lives, quadruple their energy, and fix their metabolism, and make the world a better place. To see if you can do the same thing, head to adrenalfatiguesociety.com forward slash apply. I'm Dr. Richard Joel Rosen, and we'll talk to you soon.